right, man. Welcome to episode 33 to Crow 777 Radio Podcast. Of course, using the corrupted number system in the corrupted construct in which we live that so many of us uh, have become aware of. Um, I'm seeing a lot of divisiveness on uh, TV programs and in other places where the social programming that comes to us through media, even advertising for that matter, is pushing this divisive idea. Um, I occasionally record some of the most popular shows just to see the intro, and I notice that by the intro of a show, I can instantly pick out the social engineering that's going to go on, in most cases. Uh, Family Guy, uh, I think the last episode of Family Guy, opened up with uh, Peter having broken into someone's house and saying the cops are on the way, but I don't give a damn about him. And while it just seems like comic cartoon shenanigans, it's really something more because this idea of disrespect to your fellow man and fellow woman uh, in this world is being just wholesale perpetrated. We see in the media the race card being just ramped up and thrown out in our faces every day. The gender idea of men and women not being able to get along and being at odds, constantly thrown in our face. This is on the tail of the election, and the election, of course, was much of the social engineering that came out of the election was this divisive idea where uh, they were going to not only see how ridiculous a thing they could put in front of people, um, but also push the idea of man versus women, black versus white, any any way they could possibly figure out to get more divisiveness into society. And we see this everywhere right now. Um, my guest today is Dave J. He's been off the grid. And I'll tell you what, man, every time I talk with this man, he seems a little more centered, having walked away from YouTube and the madness that YouTube can become. Matter of fact, most of the online social media tools can become. Uh, I, I don't remember how long it was. Way back when I first saw Dave J's channel, um, there was a wholesale just brawl going on over there all the time. Which, I mean, when you're one of the early people trying to point out the system that is becoming more evident every day, uh, a little bit of this is going to go on. But I'll tell you what. Um, you can almost recognize at what level a person is by watching how they communicate online. When you see the fighting and the back and forth and the just nonsense, uh, it's very evident that the two people involved in that conversation have not really quite made it up through the threshold of the next step. Um, I always liken it to if someone came up to you and wanted to argue about the color of the sky... Would you argue with them? We all know the sky is blue. It is what it is. It's self-evident. But yet, if someone wanted to come argue with you about that, would you even bother? And I think that's a fair example of what we see going on, where so many are coming to recognize the system. Actually, there's a lot of people out there trying to put stumbling blocks down as well to prevent people from accurately seeing the system. But if you get to a point where you understand certain things... And by the way, you're going to hear it over and over and over in this episode. Do not accept what's being said. Go out, challenge it, test it. If you do that, then you know. And it's like the sky being blue. This is not a thing you will need to argue about anymore. It's completely irrelevant whether the person in front of you or the group of people around you understand because you now know. You have tested it. You understand That is the power of knowing. But in this episode, we cover so much. And um, all the things that I began to become aware of about our corrupted construct of a system, I don't even remember how long ago it was, actually, now. I mean, it just kind of happened over time. But I think about it much differently than Dave J does. Dave J almost lays down a mechanical schematic way of thinking about this. And I recognize this from the earliest videos that I saw from Dave J. And while we don't share the same religious beliefs, it matters not because we have both determined these 
very same ideas expressed in very different ways are in fact the same thing. It's almost like trying to make it to the city called reality and there are all these roads coming in. One is windy, one is straight, one is an overpass, one comes through a tunnel. All these different ways to get there, but two people coming together and understanding they have recognized beyond doubt to the point of knowing like I know the sky is blue, that we are talking about the same thing, that we have recognized similar things about the system and construct. And there are some very critical, critically important truths covered in this episode. <clears throat> Again, uh, the Skype method that I used to record gave us some trouble. I had to send the audio files off to Jason Lindgren, who's an audio engineer, but he did a pretty good job getting them to where they're at. Um, they could be a little bit better, but they are quite listenable. So I hope people will take the time to truly consider what's going on in this episode. And again, don't swallow this. Don't believe this. Don't let anything that's said here change your worldview. Test it. Challenge it. Take it into your own possession and do what you need to do to try to knock it down. Try to rip it apart. Try to authenticate it. If you do these things, there will be value there at some level. Maybe that level's different for each person depending on where they are in the scheme of things. But this is what, I mean, Dave points it out a few times in this episode. Every word out of our mouth should be subject to this, and yet it's not. I'm just as guilty as anyone else. I know that every word should be subject to this, but I have built a lifetime and habits die hard. Not too long ago, I, I was talking about maybe rethinking using the word kid because that's a young goat. And here in this episode, it slips out of my mouth again. This is exactly what I'm talking about. It is a process. But there is no portion of this system that we live in that should not be challenged and examined and just acid tested to boil it down to what's there to understand and know that portion of the system for what it is. Anyhow, this is episode 33. Uh, I hope you guys will, will jump over to crow777radio.com for the second hour. Um, it's every bit as packed with information. Anyhow, let's jump in. All right, man. Welcome to Crow 777 Radio, episode 33. And I have with me Dave J, who appears to be back on the grid for a short time at least. Uh, how are you, Dave? I'm doing really well. How about yourself? Hey, man, I'm doing good. Uh, how long has it been? It's been a number of months since we've talked, anyhow. Absolutely, yeah. A little over half a year, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. I think it was uh, middle middle of summer, maybe? Right. Um, anyhow, um, you've been living off the grid still all this time. You've been away from all the, the online madness, haven't you? Yes, yes, I have. And then uh, getting back, I've just noticed uh, the snail's pace. Uh, I, I even hate to use word, but the, the, the evolution of thought on, on, the, uh, on YouTube and even across the Internet seems to, to be at a snail's pace. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, kind of pre-programmed attitude being inserted into all the conversations, you know, right. people, people leading people astray, people fighting, people saying, I know this, but you don't know that, just the typical you know right. dr drag your feet through the mud i guess yes absolutely it's it's a lack of, of going out and, and doing the the work for themselves meaning instead of looking for the teacher you know going out and, and teaching through experiment through failure through re retest that idea yeah uh, it, it, it's a heck of a thing you know i say it over and over dave um there comes a point in the life of a human being, or at least there is the potential for that point to come in the life of a human being, where you start to use your higher mind, where you grow up a little bit, and you can just detect nonsense. Now, this doesn't tell you necessarily why things are nonsense or all the things a human being would like to know about a given event, but it does tell you that it's nonsense. In the same way, when you hear a child lie, you know you've been lied to, and you can't really put your finger on it, but nonetheless, you know it's nonsense. And what we see um, in, in the you know online community is lar at large, in my view, is just simple belief. They are so wrapped up in the belief of all the things they've been told their whole life. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it's it's one of those things. I, I've I've told people this before whenever they they've asked me is that you know I don't um, go out of my way, but if they ask me, I say you know it, it's best to start with taking everything you thought you knew, just get rid of it completely because it, it's not going to do you any harm to to start from from nothing. You know, you're you're still going to get up, you're still going to breathe, you're still going to eat and do all that stuff, but your mind's going to be clear, and then go through each day and prove every word that you hear, and in fact, every word that you speak, prove that before you then continue to say it or, or even start to believe it. Prove it first. Every word, every syllable needs to be proven before that, that, you believe it. That's such a true thing. I mean, I've said it for quite some time that when you understand some of the major falsehoods that have been put in front of us, and we always use the same old tired ones like Sandy Hook, but when you, <laughs> un when you understand that a falsehood has been pawned off on the world at large at that level, you would think that the average human being would then shift their mindset to say, anything I hear from here on in is false, right out of the gate, unless it can be proved to be valuable. I mean, isn't that a reasonable way to go at things? Yeah, like I said, it's just a, a re-saying of what I, what I was saying. That's right. The same thing is to prove all, prove all words, prove all thoughts, prove all deeds. That's... Truer words were never spoken, but anyhow, um, we are on episode 33, and mm -hmm. I did give it some thought about what I would run, and I'm sure we'll get the jokers who can add and subtract and come in and scream Illuminati from the top of their lungs, but setting that nonsense aside, um, you want to talk a little bit about numbers, maybe? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, at 33, take, take that just right off the get-go i mean you can do all the simple stuff by adding it and coming up with six and saying that's the cube and then the the, the cube is, is you know six sides with with eight you know with the eight corners idea so the 68 idea or the system with the seven in between and what's interesting about that seven is i'd like to i, I wanted to speak to you this before if you, if you take the four sevens which is you you would need four of those to to hold this cube you know create a basic structure that then if you take four sevens and, and turn them that's where you get your sun sign or your swastika that idea but then i wanted to go even farther and say your 33 is is really just a um, another way of looking at your visual spectrum of you know violet blue green yellow orange red so you have your six colors you know half of that is three and, and then the other half would be three or the idea of 33 and then another thing, and, and I find this interesting, is then when you go into lately where people bring in the, the color of indigo, which is nothing more than purple, which is why you see a lot of purple ties and purple lights and, and all that with through entertainment, through news, even through music, you're going to see a lot of this purple or indigo. That then brings the idea of the 33 or the 6 system into what's, what's another digit up or the 7 or the Zion, or the mind. So it's an idea of changing minds. That's changing minds through uh, news stories, changing minds through uh, books, word of mouth, changing minds through um, uh, music and newscasts, the same thing. So you're, you're, what you're doing is you're putting out stories and you're putting out what is, is you know, in other terms, a wavelength. You're putting out a new wavelength or a new new color, a new idea, a new way to look at things. Unfortunately, that new way of looking at things is from the fallen system or the idea of deception. You know, that's interesting as hell. And to, to well, I want to address two things here. But while you're on the purple, um, and clearly we, we see a crossover to royalty in that purple and also death, do we not? Well, yeah. I mean, if you if you think about the idea of the bruise, the the bruise, it, it goes kind of from the the blue light into the indigo or into the purple. So you kind of see a blue bruise, and then you see an indigo. You know, you see it purpling as it as it as it kind of spreads underneath the skin. Even if you look at your veins through your skin, they're going to look blue. So then, if you if you slap yourself or you hurt yourself for some reason, then that bruise becomes purple or indigo. That idea. And the, what's, what's also interesting about that idea of six into seven or taking the idea of six, the violet, blue, green, yellow, orange, red, and then adding in that seventh idea or color, it also becomes what a lot of people know as redshift. Uh, people who who do um, astronomy, at, yeah, or astronomy would know would know that term, but the term is is a bit misunderstood, and and that all you're doing is you're shifting or you're identifying with a different wavelength. So, 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 
So yeah. wait a minute. Let's let's let me drill at that for a second, Dave. So in a, in astronomy, the idea of redshift is if mm -hmm. you're looking at something and you can show that the spectrum you're observing is shifting red. The claim astronomy makes is that that right. thing is getting further away from you because red is the longest light wave. Um, but what you're saying is something a little bit different, is it not? Right. Well, yeah, it is. It's because it's actually shifting. It's shifting your center point is what I'm saying. So your center point, uh, yeah, your red is your longer wavelength. And, of course, your violet would be your shorter wavelength. Right. And, of course, past that, moving into X-rays and then gamma rays. And then, but anyways, what, I'm, what, what that does is it then shifts your center point and then, uh, or the, where people would, might hear the, the term off-kilter or off-center or off-balance. You understand? So then yeah. The balance then becomes four colors to three colors instead of three to three. So you have the idea of what I was going to get into is the idea of six into seven or what's called Ramsey's theorem. Now, Ramsey's theorem goes into the idea if you take your fingers, take make two sevens like the gun fingers and put them together and make a triangle like you see a lot of these folks do on on these these uh, pictures. Now, if you put that the, the point where your, your pointer fingers are and hold it to a mirror you're going to see that it, the reflection then creates the idea of an hourglass. Well, that center point is the six to seven idea. It means that it's going from what you can visually see into the invisible. All right. So then speaking of uh, like colors, you would be going into the, 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 the still the visual spectrum. Let's say if your visual spectrum is 390 nanometers to 780, which is your your standard length. But the visible being 400 to 700, there's there's 90 nanometers that are, that are unaccounted for, which is would be, you know, uh, 10 on the, the, the top end and, and uh, the 80 on the bottom end. That then that dark area or dark light is what I go into when I talk when I talk to you about my CERN stuff. My CERN work is exploring that dark area of visible light that is still considered visible light but is not perceived by the human eye, yet it's still within the visible light spectrum. So, so then that, that dark yeah, go ahead. So wait a minute. What so what what you're saying then, um well maybe you're not saying this. Would we consider that NIR or NUV? I mean, would it be near infrared and near ultraviolet, or is it something right. else? You're calling it visual, which kind of implies that it's not those things, but to be outside of what we can see, it implies that it is those things. Well, yeah. I, I, well, the 10 nanometers prior to what's known as ultraviolet light would be included, and in the, in the 80 nanometers just prior to infrared is what I'm including in that. I see. And so, so in that... Yeah, okay. Well, what I was going to ask is, so people can visualize this. Give us the colors on either side of the spectrum. So at one side, it would be like red. Okay, so start, starting from, let's say, 700 nanometers or, or the, 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 the longer wavelength, you have red, orange, yellow. That's Now you're right into the middle, and now you go from yellow to green, blue, violet. The, the only difference is, is that if you go to the 7 scale, you would add indigo in between violet and blue. Which is visual but not perceptibly visual? No, all, that, all that's visible. Um, where I'm talking about is what would be considered dark light, which would be above violet and um, below oh, red, okay. if, if that's what you want to talk about. But then the, you're looking at, uh, you know... A nanometer is a billionth, right, of a meter. So yep. you're you're looking at huge numbers, in in a in an area that if it, I mean you you couldn't even put in if it was in your hand you couldn't see it. Does that make any sense? So so when people look up at the um, or they look at science and they're giving them these these um, ideas of distance and space, which are all made up because they're just you're you're dealing with nothing more than a like a dome sky on a flat plane of earth so you but they give you these huge numbers so that you, your your mind says well i can't deal with that right now there, there's these so-called experts that they put on i'll just listen to what that guy says because he took the time to to get trained and go to school to understand it right but what i'm saying is that the, the 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 numbers are just as big but they can fit in the palm of your hand because it's it's a different understanding. You're taking you're taking a meter and then breaking it up in, in, into into parts, which which then become wavelength. So in this part of the kind of dark visual spectrum you're talking about, right. is there a way to assign color to that, or does it is it just like a, an aberration of the last color that was visually detectable? 
Well, I, I think that the best way to go that is is it becomes better known as shades of gray at that point, because it's going to be, you know, dark light or or what's called black, which is absence of light. But being that there is actually some detectable light there, it to the to the observer, it's going to be a shade of gray because there's not enough there to for it to be within the the visual spectrum. So then I, I would would rather just call it a shade of gray. And then um, it, you'll see a lot of um, cultural references to the shades of gray. Yep. And then w- within within that area, and this is what I, I went into when I did my, my CERN work, is that if you're looking for an idea, okay, or an, a concept, it's going to fall within a wavelength because words and deeds create ideas or you know i guess ideas can be conveyed in words and deeds is a better way to say it but then those words and deeds are then taken by somebody and then they are consumed they're 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 believed okay so then you have the idea of the one being the idea the two being the concern you're going to ask yourself why do i care about that right or should i care about that and if your answer is yes then you go into the idea of the three or the ring, or the idea of eating or consuming that idea, and then having it being a part of your 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 person, your soul. That three then is reflected in the mirror because you you are putting that idea out to the world to see. So then that becomes another reflection of the idea of thirty three. Do you understand? Yeah, because man. Yeah. Go go ahead, Dave. It's interesting oh, okay. as hell, man. No, yeah. So I was just saying. So then you. Re- all these ideas that people believe in and they get schooled into it quite literally by schooling just like fish you get schooled into it and then you reflect that idea out to the outside world even to yourself because you're a reflection of what you believe so you're people discuss things with themselves it's called the internal dialogue so then that is that idea of 33 that is the idea of the cube or what would be the 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 box people put themselves in right do you understand so if you believe something is this way and this way and you and you won't accept anything else you have now allowed yourself to be boxed in to an idea right man it's just so interesting and and i think you and i both agree um that this is a broken corrupted system do we agree on that oh absolutely i i know we've talked before about uh, i had a point of view about the use of 9-11 being an endless broken loop but um now that you're talking about 33 i'll I'll jump back to that in a second um okay i'd like to talk about 9-11 just as you brought it up real quick okay same this in the, okay, so if you, what's very interesting about this is, is numbers mean things, just like words mean things, because it's all tone and it's all pattern. But if you take the 390 to 780 nanometer scale, and then that's your your visual light scale. But then there's a also what's called a the scale which which people can actually perceive, and that would be 400 to 700. Now, if I take those two scales, let's take 390 to 780 and just add those numbers up. So 39 would be your 12 or into your three. The 78 is going to be your 15 or making into your six. The six plus three is your nine. That's your 369 system that people talk about. If you understand the 369, you understand everything. You probably heard that idea from, you know, the character of Tesla. Right. You know how they, yeah. It was, yeah. Okay. So then you take so let's continue this. So then you have the idea of the the spectrum where you can actually perceive it, and that would be four hundred to seven hundred. So let's take your four and your seven. That makes your eleven. So then that is your nine eleven system. All right. Yeah. All right. That, that's interesting, man. Yeah. Anyhow, let me. Uh... I almost want to keep going on that. I'll get back to that in a second. So to take to 33, you know, I was considering as I was coming up on episode 33, I started thinking about all the things that we could talk about. And you came right out of the gate, you know, talking about 33. But in a way, isn't 33 just another example of a broken, corrupted system in that anything that's a whole, we call it 100%. But 33 can never divide evenly 100%. We can half it, we can quarter it, we can do all these things to get even subdivisions. But 33, this key thing, the idea of three, um, you can never get there. If you have a whole and you have a third, you're always going to have a remainder. So it's never clean. Okay, so then let me 
jump on that real quick and just take the idea of the three sixes or the the idea of uh, thirty six. Okay. Yep. And then so you take four times nine, right? So then you're you're gonna have you're gonna come up with thirty six, right? Yep. So then if, if I take my four nines, all right, let's think about this in, in, a, in a graphical display. I'm going to take f- four of my 90 degrees, right? All right. So yep. then go ahead and times your 90 times four, you're going to get 360, right? That's going to be a first full circle, correct? Like a cycle. Right. That then can be also described as, as looking at the clock phase as, as, as going to be the idea of 24 hours in a day, right? Yep. All right. Take your four plus your two. That adds into six. And then what do you get when you cut six and a half? You get your idea of 33. All right. So then it, there is a balance there. And, and it's 33 is just describing a cycle or, or a circle. Uh, that's interesting because you, you went backwards to get there. But um, yeah. you, you came from a place of an even even division. Right. Yeah, that's that's definitely interesting. You know, it's funny. I'll, I'll, oh, and by the way, just so people understand, the number thirty-six quite often in the common vernacular is recognized to equate to six 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 because if you add every number from one to thirty-six, it it adds up to six hundred and sixty-six. Just so people understand. And you also notice that your three hundred and sixty degrees includes your three six, right? Right. And, then, yeah, and you're not. But I. Uh, it's also the interesting that when I talked to you about the sevens before, the four sevens making the idea of the swastika or the idea of – think about this as well. It, it also makes your idea of the 33 because remember I told you make the pyramid sign with your, your finger and hold that to the mirror. Yeah. So you're going to sit – well, your, your, your pyramid sign, let's just take it to the idea of the dinner bell. It's nothing but – you know, it's called like the dinner bell, ring, 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 to eat. So then if you take that idea, so so four sevens, because that's, you know, one seven, two sevens creates your triangle. Three seven, four sevens creates your hourglass idea. Four times seven, of course, is going to be your 28. Eight plus two is going to be your 10 or your cycle. Because the, the when I when I reduce the numbers, uh, and this is the numbers that this, this system that we're into uses. You use the numbers 1 through 9, and then 10 is, of course, the return, which loops back to the 1, which makes the idea of the 101. But to get back to that, you have the idea of the sphere of influence. It's called the SOI, or sphere of influence. Now, if you take the S and you hold that into the – and you reflect it against itself, you come up with an it's, – it's visually representative of the, of the number eight and or the, the idea of a closed loop or an idea of a snake eating its tail, kind of around and around and around it goes. Yep. But then you also have the idea of the OI, which is going to be the IO or going to be the – recognized as the 10, which is going to be the idea of, of the, uh, the return, the idea of the sun. The idea of the, the sun returning at the end of each cycle to do it all over again. Does that make sense? Yeah. So then you always have to take – and this system is a reflection system. This whole system that we live in is a reflection of what you believe to be true. And the, the problem is is that most people – in fact, the majority of the people believe the nonsense that's put out because it, it's it's – not only put out into, into news, but movies and novels then reinforce these ideas of of, of the hoaxes, especially these these big ones. Let's say like the the controlled demolition of the uh, the twin towers, where nobody died, nobody got hurt. That idea that goes back to the nine eleven idea we already talked about, which is, includes your which is just a combination of the visual spectrum, uh, including the that ninety nanometers i talked about that that is is within that spectrum but is not perceivable you know to the to the naked eye eye idea but it's still in fact there but then that then goes into the idea of the twins or into the um, the two so then you're looking at what a reflection of the other which is why it's always important to put everything to the idea of the reflection and, and that goes into the whole Masonic idea, too, of a reflection of the world or building a world or building. And when I say world, I mean the 
the world on which people believe on, not the not the dirt, not the actual earth. You know, that's its that does its own thing. But the the world is what people believe is happening, what what drives and what motivates them, what they uh, you know what they look at is what they can empathize empathize with that idea. So you look at the square and the compass, and a lot of people always put that up and they they say, look, there's a square and a compass, and the guys, well, okay, what does that mean then? So then it, you, you take then shapes and ideas and what can be drawn from, what can you draw from that? And the biggest idea is what what's used as the Star of David idea or what's called the hexagram or in Latin, the sexagram. It's, it's interesting that it's sexagram being that you have all these you know, um, sex, drugs and rock and roll idea and the, the sex ideas driving um humanity basically it's right what, so much of it and so then well so how we all got here at the end of the day right so then um also you have the idea that the hex being nothing more than taking that same pyramid i told you that three tilting it on its side you know at 45 degrees which is going to be your nine and then adding a second one right on top of it that creates your hexagram so that again is 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 a reflection of the 33 idea but then of course you include then within that space or how did it get into that position you have the idea of the of the the two nines okay you know which makes it you know adding those together you you get your third all right so then also that idea is also then in the reflection the nine in the reflection gives your idea of cancer or your 69 which is why that shape uh is represented or it goes to the idea of uh, saturn worship at the end of the day being that 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 is is known by the 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 symbol of, of cancer that idea so so i would say to the average listener um dave just hit so many foundationally critical things for the person who's a little ways down the road starting out trying to find a path to listen to the last three or four minutes of some of the things he just covered are so critical with the idea of belief, the idea of mirroring, um, which, I mean, that, that could also play into as above, so below, I would imagine, right? It's, well, yeah, that's a, it's the same way. Of, it's a different way of saying the same thing. Right, right, right. But I wanted to touch on the... On, I wanted to reiterate that conversation we had on 9-11, I don't know, right. it's been years ago now, um, right. where we were discussing what you just pointed out, where we, we live in a system, an artificial system, that uses the numerical characters 1 through 9. When you get right. to 10, that rolls you back. That, so 10 is like a completion in a cycle, and 0 and 1 add to 1, so it throws you back to the beginning of a new cycle. And I had, a long, long time ago considered that the 9-11 idea was a bit like throwing you in an endless broken loop where a normal cycle would be, even though it's not really normal because it's still a corrupted system, but it's a complete cycle. Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. One, you know, but the 9-11 idea starts at one, gets to nine, jumps to 11, one and one is two, so it doesn't throw you back to one, it throws you back to two. So after, in a post-9-11 world, the broken endless echo is two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven. Right. Right. And what's interesting about you bringing up the two is is I identify the. Of course, remember the the one is the idea. You know, you have to bring something into being. You know, the word. The two is the concern. So then it brings you back into concern for you know whatever that is. And the problem is is the concern that you you're. you're you're showing us for something that was hoaxed, that was set up, that was then what was planned. And then they're taking your, your concern, which is very powerful because you only have so much time in your life, you know, to, to put to things every minute, every second that you give to something that's not true, or at least that you don't understand the, the, the foundation of is wasted time. So then I wanted to talk to you about that same idea and how that that 9-11 idea leads into the idea of what's called the black swan. And the idea of, you know, if you look at the idea of black swan, that's represented by the seven into eight or into the corners. The idea of the seven, which is seven is the, is the idea of the, the Zion or the, the mental aspect of any one of these hoaxes. But the eight is the corners that 
control or to that surrounds you. The aid, of course, brings you back into the system, like you were just saying, back into the into the the double eight or the HH idea, right? Do you understand? So you have your two that you were talking about. Let's apply that to the idea of the eighty-eight or the HH, and then if you t take that the black swan idea, which is that, that same idea, the black swan is the idea that, or it's known as something that in retrospect, you look at and you said, I should have known that was going to happen. So then after, let's say the, the nine 11 hoax, people started bringing out all the Simpson stuff and all this other stuff that says, look at all this stuff that was showing that they were going to do this. So then in retrospect, in hindsight, the idea of 2020 or your two, two, of course, making your 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 mirror two in the in the mirror, making your four, okay, yeah. or door. You you that door that dalet then allows you to then look back and say, okay, oh shoot, in retrospect, I we should have known that. And then you spend all this time looking at something you you already have figured out or you should have known. So then what that tells you is that if that's the truth and it is, then you can take a look at what what's going on now. And, and see what's being put out now and then then mirror that within you know what you know and then you can what what would be best is is to tell the future idea or at least to come up with um possibilities of of what they might do in the future and i, I mean they i mean those who are in league and i'm going to say this uh, in a way that i hope it doesn't offend people but in league with with an evil that is um, best described as a tone. And that tone is a corrupted tone. It's a corrupted light. It's a corrupted idea. And the way that that power works, and it's all power, the way that that power works is to prey upon the innocence of, of human being because the, the human mind is quite um, uh, childish being that it will believe anything given the proper structure, meaning that if, if I give you a good story and I give you enough details, that's where the devils and the details comes from. If I give you enough details that supports that structure within your mind, it will stay aloft until something comes by and just, just, you know, breaks it. It's like, you know, uh, people believe something until something comes into their mind that just shatters what they used to believe. And what the, the problem is, is most people have built up such a superstructure in the mind, and this is through the idea of the, the Masonic idea of building, building a world around a certain idea. So you, you have these lies that you believe, and each one is built upon the other, and it's built upon, upon a false foundation. So that's, of course, going back to what we started at the beginning, meaning that you have to knock that foundation out completely, dislodge all of that, get rid of everything, and start completely over from the beginning. Which, which, which to me, Dave, there's a very critical thing in what you're saying here, because while you're pointing out that there's this just dark, dark force preying on people, to use your own words again, it also points out that every individual listening to this has the power to no longer feed that beast. Um, Absolutely. And, and without belief, without buying into lies and falsehood, um, changing your point of view where everything you see that's constructed is likely a lie if you view the world in this way until it proves itself. You're kind of taking the battery away from the machine that needs the energy, are you not? Well, well yeah, you are. The, yeah, of course, being that, that people are the battery that right. keeps us going. You know, that, and that's, I think, the point you were trying to make. I'll only point this out, and, and this is just for me personally, because this isn't a group effort, as most people think that we're all in it together. Actually, you're not. This is, you, everyone has to figure this out themselves. They have to have their own revelation. They have to have their own apocalypse. And the apocalypse is when everything within your mind gets destroyed. And you start over, and you have to start from you know, from the foundation. Now, here's where I'm going to say where my foundation is, and, and people can take it or leave it, and then I'll move on. When I collapsed the system within my mind, when I knew it was all a, a hoax, and I, I didn't know where to start, I turned to Jesus Christ. And that is the foundation which I built what I'm telling you upon, and that's who, who gave me this foundation. Now, that aside, people are welcome to then 
take their time and, 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 and go through their life and decide what their best course of action is. I'm saying that that is the course I took. And that's, that's just so that people say, well, where are you getting this from? And, and how do you know this? That's where I know it from. That's where I got it from. So just so that people know the foundation stone that I'm working from, so they can decide if, if the structure that I'm putting into practice is, is something that they want to look at or if something they want to dismiss, that's up to them. <clears throat> These are critical points, Dave. Um, and while you and I don't share the same religious beliefs, we absolutely share the same experience. And when I heard you describe it just now as collapsing everything down, um, I had tried to describe it in like old blogs that I had written as basically throwing out everything you've ever been taught all the way to the point where one plus one no longer equals two. You have to start all over again. You have to reason out, does one plus one really equal two? And it, it seems kind of trite to a lot of people, but right. um, I come from a slightly different angle, but everything you said is the only possibility people have to to get out from under this deception um, and well, to... Yeah. Go, okay. ahead. Go well, ahead. I was going to say, I was gonna say just to, that words, of course, have um, value and words have, have a certain uh, power as well. So certain words are loaded. As soon as somebody says a word, people react a certain way. So uh, especially like religious or uh, that idea. Right. Uh, you know... I, I do all what I'm doing. I, I don't go to church. I don't associate with any anybody who really does, to be quite honest. You. Because I'm not in the in, – I don't um, – You don't follow groups. No, I don't. And because, you know, at some point when you follow a group, you, you have to be in tune with them all the time or you become at some point right. left outside the discussion. That's and right. so that's why it's best that I – I, I go with the, the, the spirit of truth, the, that idea, so that when I get something, I know that it's true, but still, I still verify it through tests, through my own observation, through trying to disprove what, what, what I'm saying is, is in fact true. So before I come out and say, this is true and this is how this works, I try to break that. I try to, to go out and um, uh, through observation, through through study and through actual experiment, I, I, I prove or disprove everything that I, I believe because that's the most important thing is that what you believe to be true, you better be able to test and you better be able to verify because otherwise, why do you believe that? Why are you even wasting your time believing that? Right. Well, right. And it, and it always comes back to how do you end up believing a thing? Well, it's a, simply a choice, isn't it? There's no investigation. There's no yeah. effort to authenticate what basically much of the belief, as far as I can tell in this corrupted system is, is someone is told something. And as you said, words are charged. Um, yeah. Something will hit your ear in a way that wants your humanity to grab onto that and say, OK, I want to believe that. Um there's, I mean, there's so many examples, but but at the end of the day, um, that has no value. And and if you ever step back to give it the acid test, guess what? The acid's going to burn it all away, and there's going to be nothing left. Um, right. And and that that is one of the underlying problems. But I think it's critical that you pointed out that in your belief system, you did it by yourself. And I have said this yeah. over and over and over. Every single human being has the ability to use their higher mind to be an adult. And that does not require a leader. It does not require a group of men or women or a mix of those things or some organization to show you the way. Every single person has the ability to navigate. Um, they just don't realize it. Right. And I, I wanted to get into some other stuff that you uh, you talked about just before I, I left it alone and the idea of how then do you does somebody become concerned into something and and then allow themselves to give their power to something. So, you know, the idea, the idea, the one, the, the two, the concern, and the three, you know, the, the, the bell or the ring or, or, or what people consume, that idea of that. How then is that, that three then mirrored to create your idea of 33 or the idea of the box and the cube that people put themselves in? Uh, I just thought to myself, if, if you then... 
go into a, a market or you just walk outside and you see somebody, you, you see them over by the counter and you, and you observe and you witness a can fall off the counter and hit them on the toe, you, you, you see that you have the idea that there was a can that fell off the counter. You have concern because you know that by your own, just through life, that a can falling on your foot, even if you haven't done it, you've done something similar to where you know that that's going to hurt. So then what's the first thing you do? You go over and you ask that person, are you okay? Because you're, you have concern. And then that person says something to you. They're, they're going to ring. They're going to then produce the ring. They're going to say, oh, no, I'm okay. Just bounce off the end of my, you know, my shoe, which then allows that three never to be completed. Right. It doesn't uh-huh. allow you to. And then or if they say, oh, man, I you know, really hurt my nail. Right. <laughs> and, you go, and then you say, oh, concern. Is there something I can do? And then that what involves you that then re- completes the cycle, puts you into the box. Right. And that, that's not good or bad. It, it, you know, concern about things is can be good because you're helping somebody. But that same idea, <clears> that <throat> same innocence of concern can be used against you. Right. That, that's what right. I was going to say, Dave, is what you've just pointed out is one of the most insidious bear traps that every one of us has stepped in in our life. Um, right. What you've pointed out is how easily that kind of construct can be used to draw people in the wrong direction. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. And what's so interesting is it goes back into the idea of the, the bruise and the idea of if, if something is hurt or if somebody is hurt, that your concern goes into that idea. And then what is that color? What is the color that you're concerning yourself over? It's the color of the bruise or it's, it's, the, it's that, that, the, uh, the idea of the indigo or the purple, the idea of the bruise. And then what's so interesting about the idea of purple or bruise is that, that it would be 445 nanometers, the idea of the 13 or the 4, the door, the dalet, the 13 also being the top of the mark, the idea of the, um, the 13th sign. You know the uh, the idea of handling the snake, yeah, the snake handler, Ophi- 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so then all of this stuff has 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 so many meanings and, and so many ways to to show the same thing that that then they you take simple ideas which I gave you in the, in the idea of the can hitting the toe, but then you create. Um, folklore or you you create um, characters around those simple simple ideas and that's where you get all these different um, uh, co- cultural contexts I guess from you know when you whether you're dealing with occultism or um, you know Hinduism or any of these isms you know where where these they have different ways of explaining the same truth or the same idea that I just told you Right, man. It's so fascinating. So what I want to do here is talk a little bit about the perceived idea of time travel that's put, Mm. that's thrown at people through movies, through media, you know, the whole back to the future thing. And also Mm. to mention that anyone who pays attention and has seen these movies where time travel is an aspect, you'll always see the eight or the 88 Right. A lot of years ago, I always used to wonder why is it the 8 or the 88. Um, I had kind of come to the realization that we're back to the cube, aren't we? Um, the eight well, corners of the cube, and of course that goes to Kronos. Well, you take the idea of the 88 or the HH, uh, you add those together, you get the 16, which makes your 7, which leads you back into the idea of, of the, the, the mind or, or the Zion, that, that mind weapon, which I told you that the center of the cube is the creation of your four sevens, you know, you know, 90 degrees apart or making what's called the sun sign or the swastika, the idea of the 28, the 10, the cycle idea, the, the, the influence, the sphere of influence, the SOI. The sphere of influence is then if, within the sound of my voice, those who can hear me are going to be influenced one way or another. They're going to say, this guy's you know, a nutcase, therefore they'll dismiss. Or they'll say, oh, this guy has something to say, I'm going to listen to it. And then what, what happens with, with both those? The one who says they're a nutcase, they walk off and they, they continue to do their other thing. If the person then listens to you within that sphere of influence, then they're going to go ahead and take what they, what they learn from you and then put it to the test, hopefully. And if they put it to the test and they find that it has merit, then they will accept it. Not, not because they were told that, but because that they became aware of it, they tested it, and it was true. Right. So then that's the idea of the 88 
reduces to the 16, goes into the seven or idea of, of the mind. And, and, and that is that invisible, that is, you know, you can't identify a thought in your head. It's, you know, you're, you can identify the space where your, where your brain is, but your mind is, is something that it's hard to put a finger on where it is, right? It's, it's, you, you have these huge thoughts sometimes and they're, and they're just uh, without end. But that is the idea of the seven because you have, it's just giving an identity to, to something that's, that's hard to identify. So then that is what, what's called the, the Zion or um, return to Zion idea or return to the mind. So then if you return to the mind, which is where you need to figure all this stuff out, then what leads you through that, that process of discovery? It, it goes back to what I was talking about, where my foundation is. But then people have to decide what foundation stone they're going to set and then build the ideas in their mind and which becomes their belief which becomes the way that they operate in society with outside their door inside their house inside you know as they're laying down to sleep that that structure they've built is how they're going to live because everything is going to be a reflection of that how they act and everything else yeah man there's no doubt um have you ever well i'm sure you probably have um, let's address the idea of the Ayan Zion or the OZ as it would be pulled from the Hebrew or Oz. Um, have you ever thought about this at all? Oh, well, I mean, you, you, I think simply culturally you would go to the Oz or the idea of the wizard of Oz. Naturally. Oz, so, so then what, but there's two things there. You say the wizard of Oz. So then Oz to me is going to be the mind itself, which I was just talking about. So if you then allow the wizard of Oz to control your thoughts and to control your, your mind through through historical, religious, uh, cultural texts, through through news and through music, then that, that Oz is being controlled by a, a wizard or, or a power that you, you can't touch, you can't see, you can't feel because you've allowed yourself to become... Um, uh, I guess uh, controlled by by a wizard, you know, by magic. I guess is is another way to say it, or you know, another way to say that would be just by a power or an idea or a tone. I like to say tone because that goes into the idea of three, and the idea of the 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 tone or or the bell or the ring, because that idea of the three, which we talked about, which is the control. It only controls you if you mirror it. And then that becomes again what we opened up with, which is the thirty-three, right? And then yeah, leads you into. So it, it, I know I understand that um, people want to to make a a big complicated um, issue of all this stuff, but it all every way you look at it, it all comes back to the center point, which is why within um, even within the mathematics and the idea of showing you the inner workings of a of a cube or or even a hexagram you're going to you're going to deal with a center point and then you're going to deal with rays going out at, at in all directions and then you will then measure the 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 amount of degrees between each ray which is going to give you the idea of the shape the shape of a you know whatever that shape is hexagram you know whatever that is but then those numbers of course mean things and those numbers can then be transcribed into colors Let's say, I mean, for example, blue is 475 nanometers, or and that then adds to 16 or to your 7. So then blue is the idea of concern we talked about, or at least the beginning of concern. If you then go into the idea of purple, the idea of the 445 nanometers, which is the 13 or what, the 4, that's your door which allows. So you have the concern, but then do you go into it? You understand? That's where the idea of the 2-4 the idea or going into that cycle comes from. Violet is also violet, and, and here's where I, I see where the indigo was was brought into um, vogue. It, it's it's brought in uh, because it's 444 nan, 444 nan, 45 nanometers. I'm sorry, and the violet would be your your 400 nanometers, which is the idea of which is another way of saying the 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 four as well because it's 400 with the two knots making the two. So you can you can see that as also adding up to your six idea, or even if you take the four times two is the eight idea. But the the indigo to me is 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 a much more violent 
color. Yes. The, the color purple gives you a, a more um, violent uh, usage than violet does. So that's why the, the color purple is used because it in, intrinsically tells people or, or it's able to convey the, the idea of pain or uh, um, damage, that idea. And it, all, it also spans across 44. Um, sure you know, you, you were putting indigo at 45, but when I, when I was doing some of the prints work, I had gone and sampled some of the images and, like, his old guitar well, or whatever. Right. Um, so much of it came back to 44, Death's Doors, you know, the idea of, of actual death. Yeah, forty-four five. So is what I was saying. So I'm, you're right. You're right in the same area I am. Right, and there was another. Yeah. There was another peculiarity about the purple as I was researching it. Um, mm -hmm. So many colors. You just take two colors and put them together. Purple has an aspect where it requires more than just the two elements. But what I was pointing out to people was when we came up through school. You know, your mm -hmm. primary colors were taught to you as yellow, blue, and red. But yet, here in the digital age, so often the primary colors are portrayed not as yellow, but as green being a primary. And actually, green is a secondary because yellow and blue make green, right? So here we are into the digital age where even the primary palette has shifted. And I was pointing out that if you took two crayons with reflective color um, and you took red and blue, you would get some semblance of purple. If you go into a computer which is not reflective color, which relies on a different primary color palette using green, um, and you mix blue and red, you get this like weird magenta. So, I mean, there's this whole strange aspect of how this is being applied in the digital age even. Yeah, I have one slight... Uh, disagreement with that, that color idea when, because if you look, especially if you use paint, the idea of paint, red, green, and blue you can produce by using 25500 depending on, on red 25500 on the green and blue. Yellow, of course, using paint, you have to mix the colors because the idea of um, red, green, blue is, is the idea of 267 or the idea of 15 into 6 or, or the actual cube. Red, green, yellow is 263 or the idea of 11 moving into your 2. And that goes back to the 2 idea that we talked about before or even even to the Twin Towers idea. And, of course, that, that idea is, the, is, is that's the only place I would, I would um, uh, deviate from what you just said. And that's only because I um, I use paint a lot in, in constructing diagrams. And in order to produce certain colors, I, I have to adjust the, the numbers I use. And, and uh, for red, green, and blue, I always use 255 and then 0 and 0, uh, respectively. Di digitally or in, in a real world? Uh, digitally, within paint. Well, the, paint, the Microsoft program. That's so then, that's kind of what I'm pointing out, though, Dave, because yeah. in that color palette, your primaries are green instead of yellow. Right. But in in the actual world, um, we were taught, at least I was taught in my days of grade school, that yellow was the primary. Um, so I'm pointing out the shift, and I'm not, I I can't speak to the validity of any of it. Um, I'm yeah, just, see, I, yeah, my 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 what I'm talking about is actually from. It wasn't learned in school. It was learned through my own um, process of experimentation, which right. is where I'm, I'm getting that from. And also, so your idea of, of green, which is, you know, uh, 510 nanometers and yellow, which is 570. Of course, the middle of that, which is 540, creates your nine as well. But then your your yellow, which is 570, is is reduced from 12 to 3 and your green is 510 which reduces to 6 so again you have your 369 right so, and, now interestingly enough real quick the middle of your so-called masonic you know square and compass there's the letter g which of course sits right in the middle of this color spectrum and if you shift it with the idea of, or the addition of indigo as being your top mark in this removing violet, you're going to go ahead and get that G sign, which is again through the Phoenician is, is marked with what looks like a seven or what would be the, the, the modern day Roman usage of seven, which is nothing more than the third, the third number in that, in that language, which would have been Phoenician. So the G equals the three, but also then equals the seven idea, which goes back to the seven, three sevens or the 21 making your three idea. 
Do you see? Yeah, that's it interesting. Comes around again. It's yeah. interesting too, but not only that, you know, we were talking about the primaries. Um, right. I'm not looking at it, but if I remember back correctly, when we're talking about green and, and yellow, you're almost dead center in the visual spectrum, are you not? Yeah, you're right there. Yeah, you're Which right is, there. So it, is, Well, right. what I was going to point out is it kind of shows you where there should be an actual center, how it can easily be skewed a little one way or a little the other. Yeah, absolutely, and that's why I, I when, it, when I talked to you a while ago about right. being off kilter or right. center – and and that idea of the G is is now understood better because because the the God of and when I say God that is is the power that that people um, ascribe their life to their God is then a a God of light and 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 when I say light I don't mean light as as when when Jesus talks he says uh, that his burden is light all right it's not a, a weight on your back. You have you have the idea of a reflection. You have the idea of the truth of a light. So then something like the idea is a light. The light went off in your head. You know the old sign about a light bulb going off over somebody's head. It's the cartoon yeah. of getting an idea. But then so you have a god of a reflected light, and then that reflected light is the idea of the concerned god, and that that's why you you have the idea of the the. Where the Vatican, you know, the 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 the, the fallen Catholic idea, where they have a um, a telescope, where they're observing nothing more than light and light spectrum in 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 the dome sky, but they're they're they refer to it as the idea of Lucifer, and that's you know they call it that for a specific reason because they they are observing light, and that within that light is ideas, within that light is is of course the study of wavelength. And then through, and like I say, all these colors have, have certain feelings. Like if you see the idea of indigo, that purple, you get a different feeling than if you look at the color orange or green. Right. Colors have colors have feelings. And if I want to impart a feeling to you or a seriousness, I'm not going to show you a nice, you know, light green tapestry. I'm going to show you an indigo purple because I want you to, to not feel comfortable while I'm telling you this. So then if I'm going to give you a, a, a hoax news story, I'm going to show you everything in, in indigo so that you, you, you feel depressed. And, and when I say depressed, you, your emotions get depressed to a state that you're not thinking straight. Right. And that's how you can absolutely demonstrate that by, say, the use of yellow in fast food places or any any time there's an Ebola or a Zika. It's always that weird electric green. But I'll tell you what, Dave, we're (laughs) we're coming up to the top of the hour. Um, It's 30 degrees here and the wind is whipping. Yeah, I was going to let him come home, but the wind's whipping out there. Um, He's a California boy like me. So, of course, he he seems to like the cold. I don't know what's wrong with the kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but anyhow, yeah, I'll be back on uh, maybe 10 minutes after the top of the hour, okay? Okay, for sure. We'll talk to you then. Perfect. Right. Yeah, bye-bye.